Chapter 11 of Birds and Their Nests. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Virginia Anist. Birds and Their Nests by Mary Howitt. The Chiff Chaff or Oven Builder. The chiffchaff, chilchal, lesser petty chaps, or oven builder, is one of the great bird family of warblers, and the smallest of them in size. Indeed, it is not much larger than the little willow wren. Like all its family, it is a bird of passage, and makes its appearance here, in favorable seasons, as early as the 12th of March, earlier than the warblers in general, and also remains later, having been known to remain here to the middle of October. Chiffchaffs and Nest It is a remarkably cheerful little bird, and is warmly welcomed by all lovers of the country as being one of the first visitants of spring, sending its pleasant little voice with an incessant chiff-chaff, cherry-chari, through the yet leafless trees. Its plumage is dark olive-green, the breast and under part of the body white, with a slight tinge of yellow the tail, brown, edged with pale green, legs, yellowish-brown. The nest is not unlike that of a wren, built in a low bush and sometimes even on the ground, the one so beautifully and faithfully depicted by Mr. Harrison Weir seems to be amongst the tallest grasses and picturesque growths of some delicious woodland lane. It is a lovely little structure, a hollow ball wonderfully put together of dry leaves and stems of grass and a circular hole for entrance at the side, lined with soft feathers, a little downy bed of comfort. The mother bird, as we now see her, sits here in delicious ease on five or six white eggs, beautifully spotted with rich red-brown. This dainty little bird, which seems made alone for pleasure, is very useful to man, and should be made kindly welcome everywhere, living entirely on caterpillars and other troublesome and destructive creatures. The Reverend J. G. Wood says that it saves many a good oak from destruction by devouring, on its first arrival, the caterpillars of the well-known green oak moth, which roll up the leaves in so curious a manner, and come tumbling out of their green houses at the slightest alarm. He says also that a little chiff-chaff, which had been caught and tamed, was accustomed to dash to the ceiling of the room in which it was kept, and to snatch thence the flies which settled on the white surface. My husband, writing of this bird, says, Gilbert White gave, I believe, the name of chiff-chaff to this little bird from its note. In the Midland Counties it is called the chill-chaw from the same cause, and indeed this name is, to my ear, more accordant with its continuous ditty. Its cheerful little voice is one of the pleasantest recognitions of returning spring. It is sure to be heard, just as in former years in the copse, the dell, the belt of trees bordering a wayside. We catch its simple note with pleasure, for it brings with it many a memory of happy scenes and days gone by. We see the little creature hopping along the boughs of the yet only budding oak, and know that it is as usefully employed for man as agreeably for itself. It tells us, in effect, that sunny days, flowers, and sweet airs, and the music of a thousand other birds are coming. 
we revert to the time when tracing the woodside or the bosky dingle in boyhood, we caught sight of its rounded nest amongst the screening twigs of the low bush and the bleached bents of last year's grapes. We remember the pleasure with which we examined its little circular entrance and discovered, in its downy interior, its store of delicate eggs, or the living mass of feathery inmates with their heads ranged side by side and one behind another, with their twinkling eyes and yellow-edged mouths. Many a time, as we have heard the ever-blithe note of chill chawl as it stuck to its unambitious part of the obscure woodland glade, we have wished that we could maintain the same buoyant humor, the same thorough acceptance of the order of providence for us. As Luther, in a moment of despondency, when enemies were rife around him, and the calumny and wrong pursued him, heard the glad song of a bird that came and sang on a bough before his window, we have thanked God for the lesson of the never-drooping chill The great world around never damps its joy with a sense of its own insignificance. The active and often showy life of man, the active and varied existence of even birds, which sweep through the air in gay companies, never disturb its pleasure in its little accustomed nook. It seems to express in its two or three simple notes all the sentiment of indestructible content, like the old woman's bird in the German story by Ludwig Tieck. Alone in woods so gay, tis good to stay, morrow like today, forever and aye. Oh, I do love to stay, alone in wood so gay. This little bird appears to feel all that strength of heart, and put it into its little ditty, which seems to me to say, Here I come, cheery, cheery, and still shall, and still shall. End of chapter 11